Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. I want to be very intentional with um, the first words of this year. I want to be very intentional with setting the foundation of where we're heading in 2019. I think it's a very strategic year, um, not only for this church, but for this city. Um, and I just want to make sure that uh, we're right in alignment with what God is speaking. God was very direct and very specific. And he said, I'm going to come into this city. The king is coming like the city has not yet experienced it. I'm going to come in and when the king comes in, all things under his jurisdiction must bow. All things. All things that are in his kingdom, healings, miracles, peace, wholeness, abundance, favor, blessing. All those things all of a sudden come alive when King Jesus walks in. Because when the king is in, everything must bow. They come alive and they start working properly. That's what we're going to see. Philadelphia, we're going to see the king come in and all things in the kingdom start becoming alive and working properly. There you go. That's good. That's, that's good. All things outside of his kingdom, pain, shame, regret, disunity, anger, depression, anxiety, addiction, all those things must leave. And guilt, that's right. All things outside of his kingdom must bow. They must leave. Why? Because the king is here. King is here. Now, just because God puts a call on you, just because God speaks something over you, just because your year is, is immovable, right? My year, that immovable. Just because God gave you a year new, fresh, whatever, rise. Just because God gave you that call does not guarantee you will be the person to fulfill that call. We see it all throughout scripture. Moses he was called to lead the people into the promised land, got distracted. So Joshua had to step in and lead the people for him. David, he was supposed to build this temple for the Lord to come and dwell like he's never dwelled on earth before, got distracted. The call had to go to his son to fulfill the calling. Samson, one of the greatest strong men of the world, got distracted. Just because you're called, just because you're named, does not guarantee you, my friend, that you will be the one to fulfill the calling. Everything has to be intentional. 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 Because everything you do and everything you say has a consequence on it. Everything you do and everything you don't do has a consequence on it. You are putting things into motion. The way I parent, the what I say, but also what I do. Don't say, put something into motion into my kids. In my relationship with my wife and friends and family, everything that I say and do and everything that I don't say and do, put things into motion into my relationships. Everything with the move of God that we do and everything that we don't do, everything we say and everything we don't say, put something into motion. So this year we're going to be very intentional. And I want you to hear as the pastor of this church, I want you to hear me loud and clear. 
January 6, 2019, we will be a church that our main priority is to make a way for the king to come and the king to stay. We'll prepare a way for the king to come because where he is, he brings all of his kingdom with him. And so we usher him in and he changes everything. He changes the way our city runs. He changes the way our neighborhoods are. He changes the way our family works. He changes the way we relate. He changes the way we love, we serve. When the king's here, all things in his kingdom come to life and work properly. Me and Ashley and the family went to Kansas City to see her family. And needless to say, we came back with three extra luggages because how many know grandparents are the greatest spoilers in the world? Mumums and pops hooked them up. These kids are spoiled rotten. And we always tell them, you can be spoiled, just don't be spoiled brats, right? Don't, don't cross the line. And so we came back with three extra luggages. Our house was packed. Our apartment, you couldn't see the floor. It was luggage, Christmas, all that. It was craziness. Well, we had a meeting with some of our team the next morning. So we spent the night, we're like, we're getting this thing done. We put luggage away. We prepped food. We got the place ready. Why? It was all in mind of our guest that was coming, right? Everything was intentional. We had to get everything out of the way so that they can make a path to be comfortable in our space. Why? We wanted to host our guests. Everything this year, hear me, everything this year will be through the filter of preparing a way so that our guests, the king, will come and he will stay. We're getting everything out of the way. If there's sin in the way, get it out of the way. Ain't no room for that. The king's coming. No distractions. We're setting things in place on purpose, and that's what today is. It's very intentional. God was very specific with this. Months ago, as we wrote this devotional, as we're praying over this day, God was very specific. I want you to be intentional because just because I call you doesn't mean everything. It's the responsibility you have with the calling of what happens after the calling. You hear me? It's what happens next. It's what you do with the calling. So it leads us to today. January 6th, 2019. Anybody else excited about this year? It's more than excitement. It's a hope. We have a hope because we know what's coming. It's not a, oh, I'm just so excited because I feel something. You know what I mean? It's like we know what's coming. So we're preparing the way for God to come and move. And right now, all we feel is the winds of his entrance. All we feel is the breeze of the storm coming. You ever feel that? When it's a nice day out and all of a sudden you feel the cold breeze and you're like, whoo, something's coming. You feel the rain coming. You feel the storm coming. It's not yet coming. Right now, we feel the tension like something's in the atmosphere. Something's in the motion. God was very specific. I'm coming in like I've never come before. Okay, so we know that. We feel the, the, the winds of his entrance. So we prepare a way, prepare a place for God to come and move like he does. Prepare space. The problem is, Ooh, I like this hands-free, by the way. This isn't normal, but I love it. It's amazing. This might be normal. We have two tables in our life, two persons living, one flesh, one spirit, okay? That's just the way it is. You have a flesh man, and you have a spirit man. For all you women, flesh woman, spirit woman, okay? So we're all equal in the building. And here's what we do. Oh, I'm sitting at the wrong table. He switched it on me. 
Here's what we do. We sit down and we're in an Insta society. Everything's so Insta. I got McDonald's here, by the way. I know, I know. You need to bless this stuff a ton before you eat it, okay? <laughs> this means you're super spiritual because you can handle what's coming in because the storm inside of you greater than the storm outside of you, okay? Let's do it. Got Mountain Dew. Mm. Because everything is very instant. We can instant gratify, instant high, instant likes, instant, instant, instant. We need something. We can get our fix real quick. Um, But the problem is this food doesn't last forever. It's good. Tastes good. You know, this stuff is amazing. Especially now, they're hotcakes. You have to put a lot of syrup on to make them good. But, hey, tomatoes, tomatoes, this is how I get my nutrition. I'm joking. Don't email me later. I don't usually eat this. That's why I'm eating it now. This is what we do. We eat all day long, all day long. We're sitting at the table eating, feeding our flesh. I mean, it's anything we want, we can have quick. That's the problem with this society. That's the greatness about this society, but that's the problem about this society. Sometimes we can live on YouTube clips and forget who we're actually getting fed by. We can get inspired by a book, inspired by a blog, a quick blog. You ever seen those? Like, 30-second blog. It's like, ooh, I can change my life in 30 seconds. Whoa. Instant. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. Ready to go. I feel good. Emotionally, I'm high. Come on. And Jesus broke this down. It was actually, wow, power. It was actually right after he fed the 5,000. Actually, it was more than 5,000, just 5,000 men. But when he, when he fed the crowd, then the, the disciples got in the boat, and he walked on water. You know the whole story? Gets in the boat. They, they arrive on land. The crowd all of a sudden looks around and says, where's Jesus? Where's the disciples? They go around the other side of the lake. They find Jesus. This is where we pick up in our story. John chapter 6 today, uh, verse 25, we're going to be looking at. So if you want to turn, or if you have your phones, whatever, however you do it, it'll be up. Uh, well, you, you can turn to it. Awesome. So, John chapter 6, verse 25, we pick up in this story, says, when they found him, they found Jesus on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, you are looking for me not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate loaves and had your fill. Flesh food, right? Signs and wonders. And sometimes we seek God's hand, like God, God, what you got? What you got? I need, I need some, I need some, I need something, right? That's what they're looking for. He says, you're not, you're not chasing me because of miraculous sign. You're chasing me because of loaves, and you had your fill, and you felt good for a moment. He said, do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which is the Son of Man will give you. On him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked, what must we do to do the works God requires? Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he sent, Jesus. Believe in me. Verse 30, so they asked him, and this is what we always do, seeking his hand, what miraculous sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our forefathers ate the manna in the desert as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth. It is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. Now, the word bread he uses here, Jesus uses, is um, 
a different word than they used because they were using a, a word for bread that was a very physical flesh food, like just manna. They were talking about that physical bread. The word that Jesus was using was the bread that descends, the word that comes down from. So he was talking about a whole new set of bread, whole new loaf, no high, to, high fructose corn syrup and this bread. This was the good stuff. This was the good stuff. He's talking about bread of life, the bread that comes down, uh, the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Everybody say life. Life gives life to the world. Sir, they said, from now on, give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. You've been seeking something else. You've been eating a lot, but you've not been getting full. Come to me. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry. And he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus was talking about a whole new table. They've only ever experienced the table of eating for flesh man. And they've got it instant. We want, we want manna from heaven quickly. We want to be fed on the grassy plains. Give us some more bread and fish. Give us a sign. Give us a one. Come on, God, do it quick. Do it quick. And God said, no, no, no. There's a whole new table I want you to sit at. And at this table, I'm not going to feed you food you're normally used to. Food that only lasts for a moment, only lasts for that meal. I'm going to give you food that will never let you be hungry again. You'll be so fulfilled, so satisfied. In fact, so overflowing that it, the life comes out of you onto others. And that's why we sit at the table to feed our spirit man. Now, this is being intentional. This is, this is setting a course for your life that is intentionally saying, God, I want all that you have. Now, Jesus said this. He said, come to me. Come to me. Now, now Jesus, sometimes we kind of envision Jesus as like seeking after him or waiting for him to come, like we're waiting on a move of God. You know, and that's, that's I guess that's okay, you know, in some theology and like, like, okay, we're waiting on him to move. Like, I don't know. Like, I just don't, I don't align with that. Like, I believe that God's always on the move. He's always in a good mood. He's always doing things and he's waiting on us to show up, right? And so you see generations who get involved with the movement and all of a sudden revival breaks out, right? Miracle signs and wonders start to come after the king is, is there. But it's inviting the king into the space, because he's already moving. Just where he is, things happen. And so it's getting intentional about setting an appointment with Jesus. It's not saying, God, oh, we're seeking you and all of a sudden. No, no, no. It's just showing up because here's the deal. Jesus has already set the table and has already prepared the meal. You don't have to do a thing but show up and eat. Isn't that great? Doesn't that take a lot of pressure off? Sometimes we think, oh, I gotta get, I gotta study and I gotta, I gotta do all this stuff for Jesus and I gotta get in my prayer time and I, I just gotta get all this. No, no, actually, all you gotta do is show up, open a Bible, right? Maybe put some praise music on, I don't know, like get some atmosphere in there and pray and listen and write down what he says. That's it. Here's a lot of times how we read the word is we, we say, all right, I'm on this Bible plan or I'm on this Bible kick, whatever, you got a Bible app. Anybody have the Bible app? Raise your hand. Let me see. 
All right, cool. That's awesome. Bible apps, amazing. They got amazing plans for whatever you're going through. You can go through there and be like, uh, depression, something for depression. It's all scripture honed into depression. They do the work for you. They search out the scripture and you can just eat that, eat it up. But a lot of times, here's what we do. We read and we're like, done. And it's like fast food, right? Just quick. All right, done. But God said, I have prepared a meal for you. When you come to me, don't come to me just to grab something on the fly. I am the bread of life. What I give you makes you not hunger again. It satisfies you. In fact, it fills you up so much that you can be a resource to others. And so we read the word. And we read until he feeds us. Right? And if we read some scripture, we're like, I don't understand it. Either read it again or keep reading. Say, okay, what else? What else? What else? Whoa, life first, writing it down, writing it in my journal, writing it on my, on my uh, wrist. You ever do that? Write a scripture on your wrist so you remember it all day because you wash your hands. You're, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Try it. It's insane. Or write it on your kid's forehead. That's even better. You know what I mean? It reminds you how good they are, how good of a promise they are to you too. Parents, it'll help you. Um, but we do it intentional. We sit down and we say, all right, King, what do you want to speak to us? We spend time, we love you, we worship you, and then when you come, you feed us. You prepare a place for us to sit and enjoy who you are. And that's what an appointment with the King looks like. It, it looks like sitting down, opening your word, reading and saying, God, what do you want to say to me? What do you want to say to me? Let me read this. Wow, thank you, God. You put that in my spirit. I'm gonna write in my journal. And that's why we treat the King's words with such importance. That's why we journal. That's why you have a devotional with some notes areas, because we believe that the king's words are the most important words you'll ever hear. I hope you believe that. And we can live on his words forever. And so we write them down. And when we're in the dry season, we talk about seasons here all the time. You know, you're in season of, you know, winter, spring, summer, you know, you go through seasons. So when you're in a dead season, you feel like you're in winter, you look back. You look back at the bread of life that fed you then. You're like, wow, thank you, God. You remind yourself of the goodness of God. You remind him of the, you remind yourself of the words that he promised you. And that's why we sing those things like, you know, um, what is it, the breakthrough song? You know, I know breakthrough is coming by faith. I'll see a mirror. Why? We hold on to the word of God. Why? Because every word out of his mouth has a promise attached. When he speaks something over you, it's a promise attached. And here's the deal. God's attached to his purpose, not attached to a person or a place. That's what you have to understand. He wants to change this city. He's not attached to doing it through change, through assemblies of whatever. He's not attached to that. He's attached to his purpose of changing the world, of changing a city, of changing and bringing his kingdom down here to earth. That's all he's attached to. So when you get in his presence, you read, you fed so that you can become life to those around you. He says, those who come to me are full. But you cannot release what you do not possess. Write that down. You're gonna need to know that. You cannot release what you do not possess. Uh, somebody give me a pen. I need a pen. So I'm gonna bring a pen up here real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. You beat my daughter to it. She's quick, but you beat her. You cannot release the need of what's needed unless you possess it first. I need a pen. If you did not have a pen, you couldn't give me a pen to meet my need. The world needs a kingdom of God in the midst of it. If we do not possess the kingdom, we cannot release the kingdom. Our neighbors need love. 
Our neighbors need to feel healing. Our neighbors need what God has. If we do not possess it first, we cannot release it. We cannot reveal what we have not found. If we do not hold it in our hands, if we do not have the bread of life inside of us saying, wow, that's the word of God for my life. In fact, that's the word of God for my neighborhood. In fact, that's the word of God for my family, my workplace, my year. I'm going to claim it. That's the word of God for my year. And so you claim that word. Now you possess the word. And now everywhere you go, you look to release the word. That's more than a conqueror. See, a conqueror is being victorious and saying, Woo, we won! And not bad, but a lot of times we treat church as a victory area. We all come here and we say, We are victory! We are victors! Jesus is it! He's all! He's all! He's all! Instead of having this place be a place that fills us up and we're, we're bold and inspired and ready to go, and then we take the word and we go out to our world looking to see how we can make others victorious. That's what being a more than conqueror is all about. It's not just holding on to the victory for yourself. It's now taking what God put in your hands and releasing the prisoners that are around you. It's going around. It's why I circle my neighborhood. It's why people put you know, me on the watch list, my van on the watch list, because I'm circling so many times. They're like, there's a sketchy van in our neighborhood circling around over. And this is, he's screaming in his van, right? Like five o'clock in the morning, I'm, I'm claiming this land. Why? Because God spoke a promise to me. God put a vision in my life. He gave me bread of life. That's why every neighbor that we meet, we're looking at ways we can bless. Why? We're planting seed. Plant seed. That's one God thing that God really laid on our hearts this year. We're going to plant seed and we're going to water. We can't make it grow. That's God's job. It's not your job to grow seeds. You're not responsible for that. But you are responsible to plant seeds. That's why everywhere I go, I carry these little invite cards. Why? They're seed. Hello. Easiest seed to plant too. It's easy. But I'm looking for ways, because why? I'm watering. I'm circling this area. I'm claiming it for Jesus. I'm taking my victory. I'm saying, how can I set others free? How can I release that love, release that kingdom, release that peace? How can I do it? Lord, show me how. And I get before my king. And I'm like, all right, God, show me the plan. Because I got passion to wazoo, right? I got a calling. I know you've called me. Now teach me. Now give me what I need. And so I get before him. I read the word. I say, yes, God, that's the word for me. And I get it inside of me so much that now I can go out and release it to my world. That's what being a conqueror is all about. And that's what being intentional with this year is how we're going to see God move in the city. It's getting before the king of kings, having a face-to-face -face encounter. Not just doing our checklist of doing a devotional. That's not why we made these. We made these so you set an appointment with the king. And we went to a movie the other day, me and Zion, we had a daddy date. We went out with Doc and Aiden and, and we, we did a movie, but we bought a ticket for the show, right? And our ticket gave us, gave us, um, what do you call it? My, my brain is farting. Access, thank you, access. Our ticket gave us access to see the show. Did you know that Jesus already paid your price? He already gave you a ticket. He says, come before me. I'm the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. I hold your purpose. I hold your life. I hold your calling. I hold your kids. I hold the finances. I hold the blessings. I hold everything. And yet I'm free will. Come sit with me. Jesus says, I'm waiting for you. Come show up. I got a meal prepared for you. I got something for you. Come eat so that you can change the world. Jesus Christ. 
enough being Christians that are okay with just being set free. We're set free not just from our past. We're set free to our purpose. Come on, are you ready? This is going to be our year of more than conquerors, not just being conquerors, but setting our world free in the name of Jesus. All right, here's what we're going to do. In this moment, the most spiritual thing we can do, the most spiritual thing we can do is set an appointment with the king starting tomorrow. So I want you to grab your phone, grab your books, and maybe you already have this set. That's awesome. I already have my alarm set. I need six alarms because my thing's a little early. And some of you, I suggest 30 minutes to an hour. Some of you need to go more. That's awesome. I remember back when I was uh, youth pastoring and all, and I started out at 30 minutes, and it was great. Now, I've worked my way up to two hours. I need more time. Why? I want to hear what he says. I'm desperate. If I don't hear his words, your words don't matter. If I don't hear, if I don't hear him, this is all pointless. This is all in vain. We're setting up in vain. We're creating churches in vain. We got to hear him gotta hear what he says that's why i want you to hear me we're gonna be very intentional so get out your phone get out your books here's what we're gonna do for the next 30 seconds i want you just to pray god when's a good time for me to meet with you and maybe you already know write it down write it down write it down god right now thank you so much for your presence we're being intentional we're obeying you we're setting an appointment with the king when you walk into the room, ha, everything changes. Everything changes. Everything changes. Thank you, God. I want to take one moment. If there's anybody in this room that has not yet accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity to start the year off right. Start the year off saying yes to Him. Start the year off with a relationship with Jesus. I don't know where you are on that journey, but I'll give you an opportunity to say yes to Him. I want to pray with you. If that's you, just slip up a hand and say, Lives, that's me. We're going to celebrate you because that is the best decision you can ever make in your entire life. That's why we do what we do. Set people free so they can come alive to their purpose. That's you, just slip up a hand and say, that's me. Give me one more moment. Awesome. All right, that means we have our work cut out for us, right? Right? That means there's people that need to be here. So we got to be intentional. King, who do you want us to reach out to? Who do you want us to inspire? I want to be, I want to pray that God would give us opportunities to share his love. So right now I just want to pray over us as we sing this. I just want to pray over us that God would just have those moments, that encounter with him. He would teach us how to get in his word. He would teach us how to press in, how to get before the king. Let him speak into us. Let him fill us up so that we're ready to go and be more than conquerors. Would you stand on your feet? Come on, let's just worship him in this moment. Just praise him for who he is. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, come and consume God. All we are. Give you permission, our hearts are yours. We want you, we want you, Father. We want you, yeah. So come and consume God, all we are. We give you permission, our hearts are yours. We want you. Teach us, God. Teach us, We want you. Teach us, Jesus. So come, come and consume God, all we are. We give you permission, our hearts are yours. We want you. We want you, God. We, we want, want you. you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Consume us in your love. Consume us, Jesus. 
We want to hear your voice, Lord. We want to hear your voice, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Would you pray just a simple prayer to say, God, lead me this year. Just lead me. Lead me with your voice. Lead me with your word. Help me to tune in to what you're saying, what you're speaking. There's a lot of you that are, are making decisions with your family and you're kind of hitting a brick wall and you feel like you can't make any progress. Hey, right now, God's just going to speak that, that direction to you. It's going to enable you to lead with confidence because he spoke a word and there's purpose on that word. There's purpose on that word. There's purpose on that word. By faith, we claim those things. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. There's some of you that your dreams have died and right now God is just rebirthing that dream in you. He's re-inspiring you. He's making those things that were dead come to life in his presence. That's what he does. That's what's in his hands. New life. He rebuilds. He restores. That's just who he is. He reveals. He releases all that's in his hands. Right now, God, we just, we just thank you for what you're releasing right now. Hey, man, if you need something from God, raise your hands up right now. He's in this place. He's in this space. Thank you, Jesus. We just receive that right now, Father. We just receive that right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah. We love you, Father. We love you, Jesus. Come and consume, Come and consume us, Father. We give you permission to be. Yes. Yes. Who sets you as high priority? Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, could you just sit here all day? God, we love you, Father, so much. And we thank you for this opportunity just to be in your presence, to let you reveal to us what we're here for, what we're doing. You awaken our spirits. You awaken us to know the reality of why we're here, of what we're doing, of making a purpose of all the steps we take, all the things we do, all the things we say. God, you're in it right now we invite you into our families we invite you into our space into our homes to our jobs into our schools god consume us consume us is that your prayer god consume us that's our prayer for our home god consume us God, pour so much passion into our hearts. Let our eyes be stamped with eternity that we can't see anything else. But it's everything to us to make you real in this city. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at This Is Change PHL. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.